There's an Arab parable that reads, all sunshine and no rain makes a desert. What that means is that if you do not ever have any dark times, if you do not have gloomy times in your life, you're going to be dried up. You will have no depth to yourself, physically or emotionally. You will have no maturity. So in your notes, only good times a mature person does not make. It takes both good times and bad times to make a mature person. See, life is a mixture of pain and pleasure. Life is a mixture of victories and of defeats. Tonight we're looking at God's antidote to those dark valleys. In this series, we're looking at God's antidote to common causes of stress in our lives. We're looking at Psalm 23. Please read verse 4 with me together out loud. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. There is, in Israel, a real valley of the shadow of death. It's in a canyon. It's very, very steep and deep and a narrow canyon. It is so narrow that when the sun shines, it hits the bottom only when it's directly above at noon. Most of the time, the bottom of that canyon is a dark valley. David could well have led his sheep through that valley of the shadow of death as David was growing up. See, valley in the Bible refers to all kinds of calamities in life, weeping and troubles. So just how do you handle the dark valleys of life? Tonight we want to first look at three things to remember about dark valleys. In your notes, number one, valleys are unpredictable. They're unpredictable. That means that you cannot plan for them. You cannot time them or schedule them. Valleys are always unexpected. They usually happen at the worst time, too. They happen when you just do not have time and when you do not feel prepared. For example, have you ever had a flat tire at a good time? You just do not plan for flat tires. They just happen. And usually they happen when you least need them. Valleys are just come up so suddenly. You get that phone call. A good day can become a bad day instantly. You get a letter. On the front of the letter it reads IRS. Good day instantly becomes a bad day. You get a routine doctor's checkup. You discover you have something very serious. Look at Jeremiah 4, verse 20. Disasters, David says, follow Jeremiah. It follows disaster. In an instant, my tents are destroyed. My shelter falls in a moment. So valleys are unpredictable. But there's also some good news. Number two in your notes, valleys are temporary. Valleys may be unpredictable, but they are also temporary. Valleys have an end to them. They don't last. They're not a permanent location. David says, even though I walk through the valley. And look at what 1 Peter 1, 6 says. In this you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. 
So in your notes, a valley is something you go through. A valley is not something that you just stay in your entire life. It's a circumstance that you go through. It's a situation that has a season to it. A valley is not a dead end. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There's an end to the tunnel. Peter admits that sometimes you're going to go through tough times. It's going to be rough, but it's only for a while. There's wonderful joy ahead. And of course, Peter's talking about heaven. No valleys in heaven. No dark days in heaven. While you may be harassed by dark days down here, there are none in heaven. If you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior from sin and death, heaven is where you are going. You will spend millions and millions of years in eternity. Problem free, all of them. So in your notes, one person's favorite Bible verse was, write this down, it came to pass. So valleys do not come into your life to stay. Valleys come to pass. When problems and dark days come, they do not come to stay. They too come to pass. Look at 2 Corinthians 4.17. This small and temporary trouble we suffer will bring us a tremendous eternal glory much greater than the trouble. See, your troubles are not going to last. They will be short. Compared to eternity, your pain has a purpose. Your pain can be productive when you respond the right way. Long-term, eternal benefits result when you go through the valley, trusting in your Heavenly Father, who loves you, who wants to guide you. So your valleys are unpredictable, Your valleys are temporary. Number three in your notes. Remember that dark valleys are purposeful. Your dark valleys are purposeful. In other words, God has a reason for taking you through the valleys. Whether it's doubt or depression or despair or discouragement or defeat. God has a reason behind it. Look at 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7. He writes... Even though it may be now necessary for you to be sad for a while. Because of the many kinds of trials you suffer. Their purpose is to what? Prove that your faith is genuine. So Peter says for a little while. It's not going to last forever. All kinds of trials. We certainly know that is true, don't we? It's like Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. Or the 99 varieties of soap or soup. The Boy Scouts have on their Lenten suppers. There are financial valleys. There are relational valleys. There are emotional valleys. All kinds of trials. So Peter says this is no accident. It happens to prove your faith. So when you know God is saying, faith is built where? Faith is built in the valleys. Your faith is built in your dark valleys. God wants to build your faith. We love to enjoy mountaintops, don't we? But you do not build or mature your faith on mountaintops. When everything is going fine and everything is just great, you do not really need God. I'm just sailing along in life like you forget God then. But when you come face to face with dark valleys, then you get on your knees and you say, God, help me. Your faith is strengthened in the valleys. Every problem has a purpose. God can teach you character in the valleys. 
God wants to change you and mature you in the valleys. God wants you to become holy and not just be happy. Jesus wants, went through the valleys himself of loneliness. And Jesus, too, was misunderstood, maligned, criticized. You also will go through tough times. It will build your character. It will ask in your notes. You ask God, does God cause these tragedies? In your notes, the answer, of course, is no. God does not cause tragedy. But in your notes, does God use tragedy for our good? In your notes, the answer is absolutely. God can and God does use the evil done to us by others and turn them around and bring good out of it. So valleys are unpredictable. Valleys are temporary. Valleys are purposeful. So what do you do when you go through dark valleys? We want to look at three things that David did in dark valleys. On the back of your notes, number one, the first thing David said we should do in our dark valleys, refuse to be discouraged. Refuse to be discouraged. Some of you are in dark valleys right now. And you're tempted to become discouraged. But David says, I fear no evil. So Christians should be those who are wearing those no fear t-shirts. I will fear no evil. I fear nothing. That's what David is saying for a Christian who puts his faith in Jesus, who died and rose again. Fear not. Look at Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley. So in your notes, David notices that David says walk. David says walk and not run through the valleys. He does not indicate that we should panic and run through the valleys. To walk means to be calm, to be deliberately making your steps through the valley and refuse to be, to be discouraged. You cannot go around a valley. You cannot go over a valley. You can only go through the valley. Look at Colossians 1.11. God's glorious power will make you patient, strong enough when troubles come to endure anything. So you ask, how can I choose not to be discouraged? In your notes, you focus on God's power, not on your problems. That's how you keep from being discouraged. You focus on God's power, not on your problems. See, two people can be having the same trouble. One will be blown away by it. The other is actually strengthened by it. One falls apart. The other is strengthened. What's the difference? It's what you're focusing on. So you focus on Jesus. Do not focus on your circumstances. Focus on your Savior, not on your situation. Focus on the power of God. See, your human energy, your human power runs out. After a while, you do not have anything left. Human endurance has an end to it. So in the valleys, you need a different kind of power source. You do not have enough power to handle all those things that are going to hit you in life. So you first of all refuse to be discouraged. Second, you need to God's power. Number two in your notes. The second thing David said we should do in our dark valleys. Remember God is with you. So refuse to be discouraged, number one. Number two, remember God is with you. Looking at Psalm 23, David said, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. 
See, God, you're with me every moment. Notice that here in verse 4 of Psalm 23, there is suddenly a radical change in the language. The pronoun changes from he in reference to God. He is when David was talking about God in the third person. But in verse 4, David changes in his reference to God with the pronoun you. You are with me. Your rod, your staff. In your notes, when David gets in the dark valley, David talks to God. No longer does he talk about God. In the dark valleys, David talks to God and not just about him. For David was dark valleys of life that actually brings him face to face with God. Suddenly the ultimate powerful God becomes the intimate personal God. I need God. I need a relationship with God. And Christians will often tell you again and again that the times that they have felt closest to God are the times when they have been in the valleys of life. See, God doesn't only promise you his power, but God does promise you his presence. You will never go through a dark valley in life by yourself. You will never go through a dark day alone. Just look at Isaiah 43, verse 2. Please read that verse with me together out loud. When you cross deep rivers, I'll be with you. You will not drown because God is with you. God will be with you every step of that dark valley. God is saying that there is nothing to fear when Jesus is near. There's actually nothing to fear when Jesus is near. And Jesus promises us, surely I am with you always to the end of the age. God does not sit up in the heavens and look down and say, I sure hope you guys make it. No, God is there with you in the dark valleys of life. He's walking with you hand in hand. And when you go through dark valleys, so David says, number one, refuse to be discouraged. David says, number two, remember, God is with you. Number three, the third thing David said we should do in our dark valleys, rely on God's protection and guidance. You rely on God's protection and God's guidance. Both are important, protection and guidance. Look at Psalm 23. David said, your rod, your staff, comfort me. Sometimes we do not readily understand what a rod and what a staff are. Maybe it's because we're not shepherds. But a rod and a staff are the two basic tools that a shepherd uses to protect and to guide his sheep. So in your notes, number one, a rod protects us in the, in the valleys. A rod was about two feet long. At the end of it, there was a really heavy knot, like a gourd, or something from a root. And it was very hard. And a shepherd was skilled at using that rod, hurling this rod, anything that would attack his sheep. So God is saying here, he's protecting us, his sheep in the valleys from all of our enemies. And when you're going through the valley, the good shepherd fights for you. While you are fighting, God is fighting off all the spiritual forces. And God is your great defender. God is your protector. So this rod protects us in dark valleys. Number two in your notes is a staff. Staff guides and comforts us. You're much more familiar with a staff. Shepherd uses the staff 
to guide his sheep, to comfort them. A shepherd uses the staff to draw the sheep in close to himself. He uses the staff to lift them up when they are down. He directs his sheep in the right path. So God is protecting you and me. He's guiding us through all the dark valleys, so don't forget. Number one, refuse to be discouraged. Number two, remember God is with you. Number three, rely on God's protection and guidance. So in conclusion, when you go through dark valleys in life, you know the scary part of those dark valleys are the shadows. David says, through the valley of the shadow of death. And David would see many shadows on the walls of that valley. In the darkness, you and I often see shadows. You wonder, how am I going to make it? David talks about the valley of the shadow of death. It's important to know, however, shadows are going to fall on your life. Maybe you have shadows in them now. You will maybe have shadows in the future. But you need to remember these three things about shadows. In your notes, number one, shadows are always bigger than reality. Shadows are always bigger than the actual problem. Problems will always appear to be overwhelming, like shadows. Number two, in your notes, shadows cannot hurt you. Shadows themselves cannot hurt you. Shadows are shadows. Ever been run over by a shadow? Is there any difference between the shadow of a truck and the truck itself? Sure are. The shadow cannot hurt you. They can scare you, but they cannot hurt you. And number three in your notes, there are no shadows without light. When you are going through a valley and you're thinking, the sun has stopped shining, I'm all alone, then look for the light. And anytime there are shadows, it means that there is a light somewhere. Then we look at John 8, verse 12 where Jesus says to each of us, I am the light of the world. And when you look at Jesus, you need not ever be afraid of any shadow. When you look at Jesus, who is the light, and all the shadows will always fall behind you. You do not need to be afraid. If you're looking at shadows of the world, then you will become distressed. So in your notes, look at the world, you'll be distressed. But when you look at Jesus, you can be at rest. The difference for the Christian in the dark valleys of life is never the absence of shadows, but always the presence of Jesus, your good shepherd. So refuse to be discouraged. Remember that God is with you. Rely on God's protection and guidance. Amen.